You're listening to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. Welcome to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. Uh, this is Charles Laux, and I am your host. It is great to be back and uh, being able to record podcasts again back in school. Um, we are super excited, and I'm extra excited to have a good friend and a colleague and uh, just an amazing educator, uh Mr. David Eccles here with us today. Welcome, David. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Charles. Great to be here <laughs> with you in person, live. Yes, I know. This is our, uh, we've done a couple live podcasts, but uh, uh, this is my first podcast face to face. We're in my studio in my basement and uh, just going to talk about back to school t- today, talk about um, our summers, learn a, a whole bunch about. Uh, you and um and then uh if later on during the podcast we have some time we'll take your calls i'll I'll put the number up and we'll take your call so uh as you're listening right now uh you know think about what you want to uh ask and maybe uh, uh we can help you or just put you on the right track but uh so let's get started what uh how, how was your summer summer was great i mean <laughs> it was this past year and a half two years now has just been, i mean it's we keep hearing words like unprecedented and yeah but it, but it was it, it it has been we've never i mean i can't remember last time i lived through a pandemic but you right know, so so it's just there it's been a lot of just craziness mm-hmm. you know and so um and so this summer was a chance to reset reboot revisit you know we are all you know my entire family except for my 11 year old is vaccinated so we got a chance to to travel and visit family we hadn't seen in almost two years so that's great so to reconnect you know just on a personal level just to 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 fill that cup yeah you know and actually get out and be on the road and drive somewhere and see do, like st- other do something it was great. Yeah. <laughs> other than stay home. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little scary. Yeah. You know, just because, sure. yeah. you know, just because everybody's sort of at a different place, you know, around the country. So, you know, we still, you know, were as safe as we could possibly be. And, and, you know, knock on wood, everybody's fine and we continue to, to thrive. So that's right. That's one of the right. coolest things we did was we, um, so we found out that that the um, a couple of descendants on my side of the family were were in the the twenty odd first group of slaves that that came into Port Comfort. Wow! In uh, in Hampton, Virginia. I'm from Norfolk, Virginia. Okay. And it turns out that uh, one of the one of the slaves, one of the the first slaves, especially Cumbo, uh, the Cumbo family, that Cumbo line, you know, was right there in you know, one of the, in that 20 odd. So we got a chance to go on Juneteenth. We got a chance to go to Jamestown and to go to Williamsburg and to, and to walk the, for my kids to walk the path that their ancestors. Yeah. It was, it was, it was was amazing. And it was Juneteenth and it just, just culturally, personally, it was, it was a very fulfilling yeah, fulfilling time. Plus to be back, you know, and plus growing up in that part of Virginia, you sort of, you know, when you go there on school trips, you sort of take it for granted. Oh, another trip to Jamestown, right, right. <laughs> but, but you know, going back with this new perspective yeah. and taking kids back, it was my kids back. It was a, it was a chance to, to, you know, just to f- find out a little bit more about who we are, yeah, as people. The other cool thing I found out was that one of my uh, also, one of my uh, early ancestors, uh, once again on that combo line, mm-hmm. was the founding cellist of the Harlem. Well, at the, at that time, was the Harlem String Quartet. Oh wow! In 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 New York, you know, during the time of the Harlem Renaissance, and to see his picture, what we have, we're lucky. We have a um, uh, a member of the family who's a Harvard 
genealogist. So, oh. so he hit me up on Facebook and sent me a picture of of this combo of the combo cellist in the in the Harlem string quartet. And wow! So, so now I'm in touch with my with my cousins on that side to see if I can maybe find his cello. Wow! And bring his cello back into the family. That's that's like that's at the top of my that's your list goal. Yeah, to find his to find his cello and put it back in in the combo family. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I that's that's really cool, and just again, yeah, like you said, just being able to get out and do things. But all those experiences you had are, you know, so personal, yeah. and uh, just you you need that after what we've been through and having to stay home and teach online exactly. and exactly. deal with all this. Yeah, you just need some personal right. Yeah, it tends to recharge those batteries, and yeah. And so, and so that was great. And also just that making that whole connection to, to music and art in my family and to know that, and to know that I come from a long line of artistic people and people who have had a string background. I mean, this cellist was at Juilliard before it was Juilliard, you know, and one of the first, one of the first black cello players admitted to to that's cool i mean just an amazing an amazing connection yeah. he's know, in and your lineage right you know exactly. so that's even cool <laughs> exactly. and, and, and i think back to uh to yo-yo ma's dad you know told him well it takes three generations to make a great you know musician so so you know yo-yo ma's dad was a violinist and pedagogue okay and so and there are other members in yo-yo ma's family who were who were musicians maybe not at the level of his dad and and yo-yo ma himself right. but but that but to know that he's a part of that lineage yep. of music making and artistry and artist. It's so, yeah. you know, it, 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 it helps me, well, it, it helped me come back to school and come back to teaching with a, with a, with a broader view, with a more, you know, with a more forgiving view. Too. Right. Because, because it's a very, this arc of, Artist of of artistry and teaching and music making, and being together as human being, it, it's a it's a huge it's a huge long arc of mm-hmm. time, you know. And and in this time and space when we have so much information available at our fingertips and so much, so, right there, so many things coming at you, yeah. so quickly. And this whole idea of getting instant answers and instant access, that gratification. That, you got to have the instant gratification, it, you know. Exactly. And <laughs> and and this time of COVID, you know, has sort of helped me, you know, pull back away from that and realize mm-hmm. that that this is a much longer, this is a much longer arc. We have a, we yes, time is here and now, and we have right now. Nothing else is promised, but in the grand scheme of things, we have a long time to to live and love and experience and make music and mm-hmm. art. So, so coming back to school this year, that has sort of been my, been my mindset. That's awesome. You know, as I look at, so the other cool thing about starting this year is that I'm teaching fourth, fifth and sixth grade beginners. Fun. And then I have my, and then I have my upper school uh, chamber orchestra and honors orchestra. So the span of my, my week, I get, you get everything get to teach yeah. across the entire uh, spectrum. So, so coming at my new students with this idea of that we'll, we'll, we have time to get everything done. Yeah, my goal is to make you a lifelong mu- uh, consumer of music mm-hmm. and lover of music. Right? You know whether whether you play or not. Yes, and and to give you that background to know that to know that you belong to a much larger community of artists and music makers mm-hmm. and educators and hopefully future educators. Right. You know, and, and that, yeah, I love, I love the excitement of where you are now, this newness, but, but I'm going to take that newness and help shape it and mold it to give you something that's more sustaining and hopefully more life, you know, continued, continued life affirmation as you move right. through. Right. As you move through your life. Yeah. I, I was just telling my students, you know, as we start the year and, you know, we're trying to talk about goals and, and whatnot. And I tell them, you know, my goal is to, to make you into an independent, confident musician. And like you said, an appreciator, consumer of the arts. But, you know, there's a lot of students out there that learn how to play pieces that they've worked on. Right. And they can come back and play whatever pieces they've worked on. 
But if they get something new, they don't really have a, much of a clue on how to proceed and take that music and figure it out, learn it, you know, decipher it, you know, interpret it. And so that's, that's, you know, I tell my students, you know, that's, that's my goal for you is that when you leave here that you won't need my help to be able to take a new piece of music and do something with it and enjoy it, whether it's a solo or a small group or you're playing in an orchestra, you know what you're going to be able to do. Right. Exactly. And this whole, you know, we're working at the Lovett School where it's a very high achieving academic Yeah. And do tell us about the school because I think, you know, people in the Atlanta area know about your school, but... Um, maybe everyone else might not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I um, so I teach at a at a private school here in Atlanta uh, called the Lovett School, uh, so named after uh, Eva Lovett, the the founder of the school. We're coming up on a hundred years mm. of being in existence, and and I love Mrs. Lovett's approach. Right, her whole approach was was education should teach the whole child. I mean, Great. which is which is something we've all learned in in education school and music school and yeah. college, but we're not sure if everybody believes that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, to, but, but to finally work at an institution where, where that is the core mindset, the core mission, mm-hmm. the core belief um, has been, has been very fulfilling, you know, so far. So this idea of music and learning music, not only, you know, is, complete you know is offers a complete education mm-hmm. but the but this idea that music also is an academic pursuit yes right this whole idea yes it makes you feel good and yes you're surrounded <laughs> by it it's fun it's all that yeah all that is is true while all that is true it is also like you were saying earlier it's an academic pursuit our our job is to make our players just as uh, conversive in music as they are in in reading, and I mean they can pick up a newspaper, yes. and and understand the news of the day and read an article. Likewise, they should be able able to walk into a chamber music setting or 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 a community orchestra right. setting, or and pick up a piece of music and bring that same level of academic pursuit to 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 making music. Yep, you know, and 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 then we have the added, you know, the added dimension of of being able to bring a personality into it and, um, and to make music and to, and to speak the unspoken and to, and to provide an emotional experience for the audience or whomever is listening or just the people with whom they're making music. Right. You know, it just, that, that's just that level of competence, right? It's nothing, it's no big deal. That's just making competent musicians who right. are able to think independently yeah. and go through this world and exist as music makers independently. Yeah. And we're just providing that experience for them to hopefully make some memories. I mean, I know my my fondest memories are in orchestra. Right. Orchestra things we did, you know, concerts, um and and that's that's another thing that I want to make sure that the kids really try to embrace is like, you know, there's so many especially my seniors Right. You know, want to get out of school. They're like, oh, I, just, I can't wait to go. I'm like, I, I actually have a few who have come back to me and said, I wish I would have embraced that time more. And I said, okay, we're going to get you on a Teams call, and you're going to come talk to the seniors. I'm going to do a senior meeting, like a, a, something that we we talk about that, you know, that other pandemic, which is senioritis. Right. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, <laughs> you know, getting getting the kids to to really understand that, they they need to appreciate their time and and embrace it, enjoy it. Because once you go to college, I mean, college is great and college is a different experience. But you know, you, yeah. you, if I could go back to high school and just redo a couple things, I would. You know, just in, embracing it more and spending more more time with friends and right. things like that. And, and I I talk about this with my students too, just from a numbers perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, our we are. We are part of a very small community of people in the world who first have an appreciation for this type of music, for like string music, for mm-hmm. orchestra music. So that already puts us in a small category. Right. And then we keep distilling that down to people who can actually make music, you know, who can actually pick up an instrument and play right. and make music. That's a, an even smaller percentage. Then you distill that down even more to people who are competent enough to 
read music and sit in an orchestra and sit, you know, and play a couple solo pieces. That's an even smaller group. So they, I keep telling my students, you are in such a very small you, you comprise a very small percentage of people in this world right. who can do what, what you, you do. do at this level. Yes. So look around you. Be nice to everybody around you because you're going to know these people for the rest of your life. <laughs> They're going to be coming in and out of your life for the rest of your lives. Yeah. So, so understand that. Value these relationships now. Value this time now because when the chips are down or when the chips are up or when at any time you, you will be able to call on these people and have this shared experience, mm-hmm. you know, across time for the rest of your life. Unlike, you know, sport, you know, I, I played football for a little bit in, you know, junior high school and a little yeah. bit in, in high school. And, and it's, it's different. I know you could pay me to jump on a, a field right now to get hit, <laughs> to get, um, to, you know, to, to be tackled. Why? 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 It has to be a lot. Right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it has to be a lot. Exactly. Yeah. But, but hopefully even into my eighties and nineties, I'll still be able to at least pick up a cello and play twinkle, twinkle, little star, something, something, you know, yeah. and, and, and still be able to make a sound or maybe sit down with a couple people and play the twinkle variation, yeah. you know, you know, without, without having, without having to suit up or without having to, to risk, you know, life breaking a hip. Live, yeah. right? exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so it's something that, that we will be able to do for, for a lifetime. And, and every, every, t- every time one of my students, you know, is thinking about quitting or changing classes, and I, I try to remind them, it's like every time I meet an adult who used to play an instrument or used to do this, they always immediately follow that with, I wish I would have never quit. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, oh, I'm so envious that you can do this. You know, and we, we kind of take it for granted when we're doing it, even as teachers, it's like, well, this is what we do. But, uh, you know, we have to remember that our students, uh, like you said, are in that small, that small, um, population. And, um, it's very special what we get to do. And, and once you learn it and you have those skills and you take them and you roll with them, You've got them, you know, and it isn't like riding a bike. You will, you know, not keep it if you don't use it. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's it's something very special. And I think we need to keep keep reminding our students about that. Yeah. And I think, too, as they and we had, you know, pre pre COVID, uh, we had some college recruiters come, Mm -hmm. you know, from like the big ivy league schools oh, wow. and mm-hmm. and we did a, a a whole afternoon going around from recruiter to recruiter and one of the one of the themes i heard in their in their all of their presentations was that you know at this point you know it's the the competition to get into college is so so high right now mm-hmm. you know and and even at school at love it that's very has a very high academic standard and our kids are expected to get to get in in those top level schools. Um, one of the things they talked about is, you know, they're finding you know, first first of all, college colleges want want to attract students who will be able to be there and thrive for the entirety of the of the the uh, the diploma program. Okay, right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, they don't want people dropping out for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. So what they're so, you know, and as we and as they move away from just looking at pure academics like the ACT, SAT scores, GPAs, you know, all that stuff because Mm -hmm. because all the kids that are that are applying that are applying to those schools come in with with the top numbers. Numbers wise, they're in the top you know one percent of graduates in their institutions in the top one percent. 1.1% 1.1% you know of graduates in the country right and so and so academically they're all coming in with the same thing so so then what's the next determinant in in looking at how a student will survive and thrive in in a four or five year program then they start to look at so what do they do outside of there academics you go. and and the fact that our kids can come in and say that they can demonstrate clearly demonstrate that they have a multi-year association with with a program that does 
things in school, outside of school, mm-hmm. that maybe has a community service aspect to it. What that signals to 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 admissions people is that, hey, this person will be able to come to our school, bring this very high academic standard, yeah. but also understand that they belong to a larger community. So right. they can they can go into the to the university orchestra at any level or the university music program and find a built-in community, which will help them um, uh, um, be able to, uh, you know, to continue to, on, to continue and, yeah, on yeah. And, and, and acclimate to college life a lot sooner and be there a lot longer. Right. So, yeah. So, and so it, I, it, like I, I tell my students too, I said, you know, your grades are important. Your test scores right. are important. But they're becoming less important to a lot of universities. But I said, you know, it's not a determining factor of if you're going to be successful. I said, you know, to be honest with you, and I tell my students this, and I'm not afraid to share, you know, the scores that I got in my grade point average. But I said, if I had the grades and the test scores right today that I had when I was a senior in high school, I would not be admitted to any of the universities that I currently hold degrees from. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy, yeah. but it's yeah. true, you know, and uh, it's so much more competitive, but you know, there's, I, I don't know if it's great inflation or what it might be, but at the same time, you know, that those experiences like you're talking about set you apart. Right. Right. And that's, and, and that's what all of those recruiters were saying to a one. If they, once they put up that chart and they see those two kids and academically, they're exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But then they look at student a from one of our programs and they go, Oh, this person, first of all, they played in orchestra for four years. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were maybe a leader in their orchestra program. Oh, they did all state. They did all mm-hmm. County. They did a solo. And ensemble. Right. Right. It's like, wow, they bring, they, they just bring a deeper, richer, background to the to the program and, and they kept the grades up, exactly you know? exactly so, so so they were able to juggle all of that which means that <laughs> they may be at a higher level of competence to to be admitted and then once and the big thing is stay in college because because that it, you know when you look at and coming from the college side i taught you know for 11 years right at vanderbilt college of music in chicago and w- one of the one of the very interesting things about Vandercook, besides it being a um, an institution solely dedicated to music education, right? Yeah, so you didn't you education. didn't have the comparison necessarily right. uh, to a non music person, right? Right, exactly. But the but the cool thing is that our students were re- were able to repay their student loans at almost one hundred at a, at a rate of almost one hundred percent, which means that our students got out. And were working and were viable in the marketplace enough to where they could start to repay their student loans right away, pretty much right away. So, so as a result, Vandercook is rated very high on that standard too. Sure. So, yeah. But 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 when you look at some place like you know one some of the larger universities, their their student loan repay rate is much lower. Sure. Because yeah, because they're not they're I mean, not. A, I mean, you're almost not to say guaranteed a job in music ed, but. There are a lot of jobs, yeah, you know, yeah. and there's a lot of good ones out there. Right. And, 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 um, think, and, 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 you know, Dr. Gillespie did the, you know, did the research back in the mid 80s that that showed that we were that we as an industry, we are we already only graduate 50 percent of the people needed to fill the available right, positions. That, that shortage. Right. 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 So we so now we're, we're we're in those times right now where right. the where they were predicting. And right. Exactly. And, 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 and I mean, and since the mid 80s, we've been running. A fifty percent deficit, so so numbers wise, there are a lot, there are a lot of jobs out there. A lot of op- it, more than jobs, it's a opportunities. Right. There are a lot of opportunities yeah. and careers, you know, Care- right? Yeah, to build and grow and maintain a career across multiple disciplines. That's and awesome. It's, yeah, it's an exciting. It, it's it's a scary time, but sure. it's also an exciting. Yeah, an exciting time for our students. And for any students that are out there listening, you know, coming through college, yeah, it, it's a it's a great time for you to it's a great to get started, it's, yeah. Especially if you're like willing to move around. I mean, they're worldwide. There are opportunities to teach music, to teach strings, especially. Mm-hmm. I think, right, right. I think we are we are in a, in a renaissance of of string teaching. You know, when I go to Asta, and I look at and I look at the amount of instrument makers that are there. 
in the amount of publishers and the amount of accessory dealers. Let's, let's face it. If you're, if you are a business, you're in business to make money, yeah. right? You're not in business. The pursuit of business is not an altruistic endeavor, <laughs> right? Right. So, so the fact that industry has said there's enough interest in string teaching and string playing to offer instruments at a much higher level. Like right. when I first started teaching 30 years ago, the instruments oh, yeah. are, there was, are, there was like um, some that worked and then there were some that just, yeah. We're just abominable. I mean, there's still the abominable instruments. We understand right. that. Right. But there's a lot more to choose from now yeah, I remember when that are I, good. When I first started in Brevard County, you know, we, um, I walked into an elementary school and they had the RBI, the rhythm band, cardboard violin. So it's essentially <laughs> two cardboard flat cutouts with a piece of wood in the middle, an acrylic bridge, a, a metal tailpiece that was strung up to like four like guitar tuners, and then this bow that was literally Charles, literally a stick and a piece of wood. It, it looked like it looked like a gamba bow, uh-huh. you know, from the from the 16th oh century. My gosh. And so, and that was, and they had stacks of those to and teach kids. beginning kids. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was. I'd never seen. No. Anything. Wow. So that's so, that's unreal. Yeah, so, yeah. Then, so then we graduated to the to the lark and skylark. Oh. <laughs> so that was oh boy. I mean, so I mean, so by comparison to the to the, the cardboard, cardboard that was like whoo. it's one step up, but right. yeah, but another then, another another way is a step backwards. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But then, but then very quick. But even just a few years after that, you know, we started getting even better instruments. I remember when when Eastman instruments first hit the scene for, for beginning players. It was a game changer. Yeah. It was a game changer. And so, and we continue to have, you know, to, to have the support of an industry that is, that is making sure we as educators and our students have quality instruments to be, to, you know, especially in the beginning right. phase so that, so that we can at least have a fighting chance. Right. In yeah. Building, yeah. Know, because it makes the experience features. so different. Yeah. And, you know, even at the high school level, I have some students who have played on, you know, some clunkers uh, for three years. And then I look at, it, I was like, no, I, I can't let you do this. And I, you know, I don't have a ton of instruments, but when I can give, give them out and uh, get a decent, nicely set up instrument in their hand, they're like, wow, this is so easy to play. I'm like, see what you've been missing right. for three years. Right. right. You know, I had a, um, at a one of my graduating seniors came back this year. She uh, she was able to get a step up instrument. You know she had been renting mm-hmm. you know, middle school, upper school, and uh, applied that that rental to our new step up instrument. There you so go. That when she goes to college, she'll be able to have a decent instrument and play. Man, when she came and she brought that instrument to me and she played it, her the joy I will never forget. Just the joy in her eyes when she heard that sound and she was like when I you know when they brought out the instruments that I you know my step up instruments she's like that was like the second one I played and she knew right away yeah and it was like and now and now she's enthused and now she's ready to get to college and play I mean she's going to a very competitive university in New York and oh wow okay and you know she wasn't she wasn't a you know an alpha row or beta row player but she was a great player. You can tell she just loved music. Right. And so now she's going to be able to sit down next to some of these, you know, kids that were in that alpha and beta mm-hmm. role and very high performance in the orchestra and pull out an instrument that's going to be able to at least add to the section. It won't sure. take away. It won't make her sound like, <laughs> right. you know, a, a certain type of player. She be able, she now has an instrument at a very, and, and a very reasonable Priced, reasonably sure. priced instrument, yeah. But it, it, it's for her. It's going to allow her to open up and really play and make music, and once again, be a part of a community in this very competitive yeah. um, environment. It's amazing now what you can get for the money and the sound that you can get and the control and the tone production for the money. Yeah. Now, yeah. and uh, that's it's it's pretty nice. Yeah. It's pretty nice because it wasn't always that way and. You can spend a lot less and uh, still be competitive and, yeah. and uh, you know, expressive that way. Yeah, it's exciting. It's yeah. Lots of, lots of exciting times. Very cool. So um, we're going to, you know, I, I think it would be cool to talk a little bit about, uh, 
you know, what you're, what you're kind of focusing on this year. Um, and I haven't shared mine either. Um, but you know, what, what you're working on and how are your kids and you guys are all back to school face to face, hundred percent, no virtual. Exactly. exactly. Um, mask mandate or no in your school? We're, we're everybody's mask because, because Lovett is in Fulton County. Okay. So yeah. Fulton County does have a mask, mask mandate, mandatory mask. But even with that, our, our, our the, the medical professor professionals at our school had already said we were yep. going to be yeah. back fully masked yeah. whether we were vaccinated or not. Yeah. You know? I'll I'll take I'll take kids in masks face to face over Virtual. kids kids at home exactly. doing what they were doing which was we don't know what uh for so long. You yeah. Know? And so yeah, it, it's it's a for me it's a bummer that we are uh you know having to wear them. I understand why, but you know, that facial expression and, you know, when I joke around or make, you know, they, they can, I could, they can play for me and I don't even have to say anything. Just look at my face. They know that, okay, we're going to do that again. I bet. Yeah. And there's none of that, you know, it's very hard to read the eyes and forehead wrinkles, you know? So, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, that's, that's the only downside right now, but, uh, you know, I know it's not going to be forever. And, and for me, it's, you know, the kids are, the kids are just super psyched to be in, in school. Um, you know, they're just, they just do what, what you ask them to do because they're excited to be there. And that's, that's how it's working for me so far. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's, that's my, my goal this year is to get back to community building. Yeah. Right. That's the number one. We've been apart, you know, and it's, and we've been scared. Let's, I mean, we've been mm-hmm. living in fear because I mean, nobody wants to get sick. Nobody wants a loved one to get sick. Nobody wants to to get sick just doing just going to the grocery store or coming right. to school so um so we acknowledged we acknowledge we continue to acknowledge that this isn't over right this is a very scary time and and all we have is our time right now yes and we're fortunate enough to be together masked it doesn't like you said it doesn't matter the fact that we're together is what's important and that's what we celebrate every day we come in you know, I used to do this sort of sporadically, but now it's a part of my a part of my daily routine of teaching. We we warm up every day. We get our bodies and minds physically, spiritually, emotionally ready to play. Great. And then we then we have our rehearsal. What are some of the things you do for your warm ups? You know, on uh, on that level, it's. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's so, not necessarily like we're playing scales and we're, no, we're doing other things. Right. What are you we doing? totally instruments are down. We close our eyes. We breathe. We nice. Breathe. We concentrate. We quiet the room. We understand. We talk about how our time together in this, in the room, in our rehearsal room is a sacred time. It's a sacred space. Almost at the, the risk of sounding, you know, hyperbolic. It's, 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 relig- it's a religious time. Right. It's a very special yeah. time. So we acknowledge that every rehearsal at the beginning of rehearsal right. with deep breathing, closing our eyes, getting focused in the space. Yeah. Then the next thing we do is we physically warm up because I mean that, that's the other thing about Love It. Love It has an incredible sports program. Okay. Too. So so I have a bunch of players who are also high performers physically in mm-hmm. in sport, mm-hmm. in gymnastics, basketball, volleyball, baseball. Right. So so they understand that to perform at a very high level. They have to warm up their bodies. Right. So we so we stretch, we do neck stretches, we do shoulder rolls, we do isometric palm stretches mm-hmm. to to get to to get the fluid running through the joints yeah. and to get the muscles ready for this high our, our physically demanding high performance activity that we're going to do for right. the hour. Yeah. So then so we physically get ready and then we you know, emotionally get ready. We start we start with with tuning, you know, once we get the body warmed up, warmed up, we found we find our A. Mm-hmm. We agree upon an A, and we tune, and we and we agree upon our D. We sing, you know, we Good. sing, yeah. and so we we get the mind and the body ready, ready to make music, and then we and then we set our the groundwork of scales, right? We understand, okay, here are the tonalities in which we're going to be working today. You know, here's mm-hmm. oh, the, our pieces are are going to be in in you know in b flat major or g minor and so we play those scales to understand the tonality we right. talk about we talk about man how does that third sound against a drone you know or or against a or if we're doing in a major tonality how does that third adjust how does that seven sound mm-hmm. you know how does that 
how's that sound as we play through the scale? We um, we talk about acoustically what what happens. You know, I've been working on this on this concept of with them of you know music making is based in physics, right? It's right. It's a very it's a very set. It's a, it's, a, it's a very concrete set of rules that, that govern how sound moves through air, time, and space and interacts. Yeah. So, so during our, our scale warm-ups, we talk about, oh, as, as we go up three octave scales, violins, you know, violins playing in that upper octave, you have to listen to the basses because, yeah. because their frequencies are still twice as big as yours. And so for, for the ear... For, for them to hit the ear at the same time, you have to play slightly softer basses, cellos. You have to play slightly louder so that so that we can get that core sound at every dynamic yeah. level. So and to build that into our warm up and to have them listening just just as we play scales. Yeah, you know, and then we then we pull out, you know, like Michael Allen's daily warm ups and yep. we go through a section of those every day so that so that in the span of two or three weeks we've played through every single one of those right. exercises just as a part of our warm-up just right. to know that these are all the requisite skills we need to be able once again to be able to pull that knowledge into any piece we're reading or playing that's great you know so we're building that foundation of of tool here's your here's your toolbox yeah that we can apply and you're on a are you on a block schedule um no we on a, we have a rotating rotating schedule Okay, so it's sort of a block rotating, but but it's. But it's you like see your students day. every day. I see them. No, I don't see them every day. It's a six day rotation. Six days. Okay, and I, <laughs> and I see them four four out of the six days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And and then uh, the other interesting thing is I have the just a convention of the scheduling. I see my entire upper school orchestra at the same time, so I have my honors kids and my chamber mm. kids in the same class challenging every day. so yeah. so so we finally have enough staff now to where i can i can oh good yeah yeah and separate and we can do sectionals and and we're not and, but but i don't want it to be like oh all the good kids are going to go with mr eccles and then all the yeah. no we're going to do we're going to mix it up right yes yeah. yeah, so on some days i'll see those those honors kids mm-hmm. exclusively but on some days they'll They'll work in sectionals with the other mm-hmm. teacher, or we may even do, you know, upper string, lower string sections. Yeah, you got a great staff too, right? Right. Um, so great teachers there, exactly. And exactly. Uh, so that's that's fantastic. Yeah. So so we're going to be able to do to do lots of sort of different things in that hour. Yeah. That we're together, but 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 we're always going to start together, and we're always going to end together, and we always end class by saying thank you for a beautiful morning or afternoon of music making. Yeah. Turn to your stand partner and say, thank you for this time together. And then we move. Yeah, that makes that that really helps kids appreciate that and realize that what they are doing is is not just a class or, you know. You're right. And, 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 and I love it because even because a couple times last week I forgot and they're like, Mr. Eccles, are we, we going to say it? I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so now, so, so they, so I, it's cool to see that buy in. Right. Especially. Right. You know, this, so this is my third year, the start of my third year at Love It. Basically, I still don't know what a full year feels like, right? That's because, right. Yeah, you haven't. COVID yeah. hit this uh, uh, spring of 2019. That was my first year. So we ended up virtually, and then we did all last year hybrid. Right. You know, so I. So this still, is your first real year. So this is yeah. my first, But even this still isn't a real year because everybody. Well, yeah, now they're up matched and, up. But right, at least face to face, right? Right. But yeah. this is at least closer to how I remember the start of 2019 right. being. So so I still sort of feel like, a, for, I mean, last year, I don't know about you, but I, I, I felt like a first year teacher. Last year was the worst teaching year of my whole, in my 25 years that I had done last year. It was the worst <laughs> year, literally. And, um, and it had nothing to do with like my students were bad. It just I hardly had any. I had fifteen percent of my kids face to face, which was very few. And you know, like chamber orchestra, I had one kid for a semester, one kid. And you know, I'd always joke with them, "Oh, we're gonna be best friends by the end of this, you know, semester." <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, you know, it was it was it was hard on me. Uh, you know, the, not a lot of satisfaction of the music making. You right. know, right? And um, just knowing how many students were struggling yes. at home and yes. just feeling terrible that you. You could only really do so much, right? 
So that that was a challenge, but um, uh, this year brings a lot of a lot of hope, you know. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I'm, you know, I'm just being optimistic that we're going to still be able to do all the things that we've planned to do, which is um, regular concerts um, indoors. We did an outdoor spring concert. Yeah. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, it, it was okay. It and it was uh, only two. We only had two orchestras out of the normal five. Yeah. And I'm hoping that we'll be able to do the indoor concerts. Um, you know, we did a social uh, at the f- uh, first week of school. and It was great. You know, the yeah. kids just seeing them play cards and we did some Jeopardy. We did some, we had pizza, you know, just ha- having them look, watching them be kids just was just like, okay, we're this is this is so nice, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, also trips. You know, we're we're planning to go to uh, our local university, Kennesaw State, to do uh, the invitational they host, and uh, it's a great experience. The kids love doing it, and we get to spend the day on campus, and they eat lunch there, and get yeah. to hear the orchestra play, and and all these good things. I'm just hoping we can keep that, and then uh, we're also supposed to take a trip to uh, Washington D.C. in March, and. Once again, I hope that yeah. you know. As of right now, yeah. they haven't they haven't uh, told us no. So um, we're just taking one day at a time and seeing if we're going to be able to do that. Yeah, same here. Same yeah. here. It's I I sort of decided to not plan a trip this year just because it was so because mm-hmm. I didn't want the we've 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 had enough disappointment. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I you know and and I struggled with that. Well, too, last spring I'm, I last like, spring I'm looking at I'm like yes we are going to be back to normal 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 next year yeah. and and uh, you know obviously this this new uh, this new round has has changed things a little bit right and uh, brought it brought, brought back some doubts but you know if if we can make it happen we're going to and uh, I, I think the kids need this you know yeah as yeah. part of their experience and uh, you know yeah well I promise my kids if we can. If they just hang this year, we'll we'll let's just get back to live concerts. Right. Once we get, once that, and then then I promise them a big trip, you know, twenty 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 one twenty two. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so that'll be yep. that'll yeah. be our first big trip, and actually my first big trip with with, the, the with them. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah. Have you um, have you noticed? Obviously, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed. There's some definitely some learning loss. Some. Um, well, it, not, I mean, and you may not know from your school as much because you weren't there that long. But for me, you know, my uh, younger orchestras are down at least two levels uh, yeah. than what we were. Uh, and uh, my top group, I think, will be down one level, but I think they will recover faster because, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of them are studying privately and they're, you know, really gung-ho about uh, going forward. But, you know, my freshman came in, okay, like we're going to do a two-octave D scale and, and – uh, they're like, what's an octave? Right. You know, and and I can't blame, I, I don't blame a teacher or anything else. I just blame that most of them were at home and everything takes twice or three times as long <laughs> when you're in a hybrid situation right. and right. it's what it was. Right. And, and that's, and that's where I am with the kid. It's not about, because we can't change the past. Right. There's nothing we can do to change the past. All we have is what we're doing right here mm-hmm. and right now. Here, here our goal, my, our first goal is to make sure you understand what it, means to put your physical plant in a position to make good music. Again. There you go. You know, you're not sitting in your, in your dad's super plush office chair, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. or you're not sitting on your bed or you're not sitting in your Papasan yeah. chair, you know, you're okay. So now we've just got to get, get reset and get back to, okay, here's our environment. Here's how we set up, you know, right hand, left hand. Yep. Here's how we set the body. It's like back to, to basics. Make, you know, right. that's, that's, I told my students, I said, you know, You've missed so much. We we right. we have some catching up to do, and right. we're going to do it as much as we can. And I'm not going to stress about trying to get my kids back to the level that they were at pre-pandemic this year. Exactly, because you know it's going to take several years. Right, and, to and get that's them. okay. Yeah, it and is. It's okay. fine. We, we have. as long as they're you know as long as they're invested, Eggs. as long as they're uh, enjoying themselves, we're making good music. You can make great music with grade two music. Exactly, you can make great music like. There are some grade two pieces that I just absolutely love, right. you know, and right. and just these opportunities not? to teach great tone production and to teach, get that left hand going, get some vibrato going, get some expression going to talk about how to really turn a phrase. You mm-hmm. know? How do you build? How do you grow? How do you balance? How do you, I mean, so many great teaching opportunities yes. know, and great and great opportunities for students to make those discoveries and and to make a plan themselves yes. and to be a part of the process. That's what I, that's what I, I valued two things. Actually, actually a few things about 
being stuck in COVID, right? The, <laughs> the, the first thing I valued in, in, in teaching in COVID is that because we were on Zoom, we were invited into our, our students' homes. Sure. You know, and some, sometimes we were even invited to their sacred family space. You know, I got right. to see, you know, look, looked around and saw what, you know, some of those kids had pictures of their family up, you know, surrounded by yeah. pictures of grandma, granddad, the entire, you know, so, so it was a very intimate time of yeah. teaching doing that. So, so I always want to coming back, make sure the kids know, I, I want to thank them for inviting, inviting me into mm-hmm. their private space, you know, into their sacred space. So, so, and I want to continue to honor that by making sure now that we're back that they get, you know, hopefully what they need yeah. to, to feel, to feel a part of the, the community, uh, the big community again. The second thing I, I sort of valued was that it did give the kids that alone time, mm-hmm. that time to say, okay, I, you know, for that metacognition, oh, this is what I really need to work on. I can't depend on yeah. the person next to me or the people around me. This is all about me now. I I have to take Which, personal you know, responsibility can, for my plan. Can be good, and and in some of my students, it was a very negative thing where they, you know, there's a lot of depression. There's a lot of you know just getting down and not right. not you know. So um, I think some of that is good. I think, and 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 I think at first, particularly, it was like okay, you know, yeah. I can do this this way, and and you know, they were we were talking about what they missed about being at home they're like the ability to go up you know go get hot food anytime i want i mean i i admit like i i could go up make a cup of coffee between classes and it was pretty nice yeah you go to the bathroom whenever you need to you know but uh you know uh i'll take not being able to go to the bathroom all the time uh for having kids in in class and making some great music so but it's it is it is pretty funny um so so i want to so yeah yeah i I just want to make sure i honored those the, the students metacognitive time, that time where they got a chance to say, okay, <coughs> this is where I am and this is where I want to be. So yeah. I want to, that's another thing we did or we're doing over these next couple of weeks is doing that self-assessment to say, okay, this is where, this is where you are. Here's the, mm-hmm. here are the standards and I'm using the ASTA, the ASTA, you know, the, 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 the points in the ASTA curriculum, you know, in terms of how you sit, are you at this level, where do you think you are? Right. You know, where do you think you are with your left-hand development? Where do you think you are with your oral skills, your right-hand development? And mm-hmm. it's just a simple, <coughs> simple, you know, student survey. Yeah. Um, that yeah. I that I pulled, you know, that I created by pulling directly oh, okay. from the ASTA yeah. curriculum. Nice. So now, so now that I have a, a chart, so now I can say, okay, you you student A feel like you need to work on these skills. Mm-hmm. Okay? Here's what we're doing in class, or or here's what I'm going to help you find specifically to help you fill those gaps that you've identified in your playing. So, yeah, so it's cool. giving so it's giving me a chance <coughs> to give a little bit more individual instruction, mm-hmm. you know, without on a on a bigger scale without having to meet in individually with every student. Just here, here are the standards. Where do you where you where are you as you where where your skills where do you identify your skills as you relate to this standard so that's that's pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah i like that um you want to take some if there's anybody out there that wants to call in um you know we have the ability to take some live calls we can continue our conversation yeah. uh ask questions for for david uh tell us what's going on in your classroom um you know uh, every time i do a podcast i learn and uh yeah. i think it's great so the the phone number is 678 678- Nine zero one nine zero three five again six seven eight nine zero one nine zero three five. If you want to call in, uh, phone is ready to take your call. David's grabbing a, a sip of coffee, and um, but yeah, I I think uh, it's an exciting time, and it's also um, one of those that's that we just we just get that opportunity to start going you yeah. know again and. Uh, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I mean, I've I've gotten chill like the first time we we played a, a scale together, uh, and it, you know uh, this this first week of school, I was like, I almost I got like the 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 chills. I was like, wow, yeah. you know, wow. Yeah. 
how much should we take take all this for granted? Right. You know. Right. Even just a scale. Just, yeah. Just to hear yeah. a scale, or just tuning to hear to hear that A line up across every, yeah. all the sections of the orchestra, and the room starts to vibrate, and you can feel the overtones, and yeah, it's like I, it was like many of those moments where it's just like, oh, oh wow, yes, I've missed this, yes, I've missed this so much, and just the. Just the sound of kids in the hall and mm-hmm. the crazy conversations, and to hear and to hear the lockers opening and closing. Mm-hmm. To hear, you know, we we set up one of the cool things we did this is uh, to start this year. We set up a little listening area because we have we have a cool like turntable and CD player and all this stuff. Okay, so we, so we set up a little listening area, uh, right? An analog. You know, air quotes listening center. So we have our nice little, our nice little big blue fuzzy rug. We have a <laughs> we have a couple of um, we have a couple of cushions coming in, and now we've already had kids coming, even kids who are not in the program. They've heard that we have this little cool hangout area in the orchestra room. Nice. So kids are coming and doing homework and just hanging out. You know, just a couple. Kids. It's so nice to have that. Since right. the community, yeah, yeah. I mean, we the the morning before before school starts, pretty much every morning is is the orchestra room is a place to go. Yeah, you know, and um, it, it's just nice to see kids being kids, and yeah, you can tell they're smiling. They tell they're you know they're talking. They're you know yeah doing their thing, and it's just it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. The the other cool thing is I've had it it I've had some kids come out of their shell, you know, because they. We're sort of stuck at home. Mm-hmm. I, I, their kids in the two years I've been, I've heard prior to this year, I maybe heard them say five or six words. It's so great they're coming back and they're like coming in and having like full conversations just because they're happy to have that opportunity. Yeah. yeah. To, and they've, and they've whatever, whatever was keeping them from being fully engaged now is sort of removed and they're back happy. To be engaged, and as a result, I mean, I've learned just the, the first couple of weeks. I've learned so much about. Oh, we got uh, we got a caller. Sorry, we got a caller. It's a very special person here. Welcome, you are uh, live on the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. Who is this? Can you hear us? Oh, hold on a second. Let me uh, make sure that we got you. Okay, now we'll go ahead. Who is this? We had, oh, he hung, they hung up. Or they got disconnected. Oh no! Let's see if we can call him back again. Um, I think that was Sue Han. What? <laughs> Let me try and give him a call and see if I can make this work here. Oh my um, gosh! Again, yeah. Another one of the uh, Sue Han. Just love. When I think Sue Han, I just think pure. Let's pure see. Love. We're gonna call him. We're gonna call him back. Here we are. Maybe he won't pick up. Maybe he's like, are you there? Dr. Lauks. Hello, sir. Dr. Lauks and Dr. Eccles. Professor, how are you doing? My name is Sue Han, and I am the number one fan of the Orchestra (laughs) Teacher podcast, calling in from Fairfax, Virginia, Washington, D.C. region. Oh, my God. It is so... Gentlemen, I... I just had to call and just say hello and how wonderful it is to hear your voice. Uh, I'm sitting here with piles of work um, and music to study and a little bit stressed out. And, but I must say the past, what, hour has been just a, exactly what I needed. Um, oh, and just so, so thank you so much. And it's just so good to hear both of you just talk about your schools and your student and you know how much I love both of you. And I just admire the work that you do. And so, uh, Dr. Eccles, your, your story at the very beginning about, uh, you traveling back to your hometown and the, the story of your family and that cello is astounding. Holy cow. Yeah, I hope you, uh, yeah, I hope you continue with that story and tell us what you find out. And, and yeah, I'm excited. Where, to, I'm excited to hear about yeah, it. De- definitely. It's my plan. It's my, it, if I can't acquire the cello, I at least want to find it and maybe play a couple notes on it, take a picture, something, something. That is just astounding. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, and I love 
just I you know I could I just imagine you sitting in your uh, rehearsal space with your students you know at the end of the rehearsal thanking one another for the wonderful music making and the kids turning to each other and say thank you I just smiled so big hearing that story and I may steal that thing. That's, that's terrific. <laughs> and, and I'm sure yeah. I got it from somewhere, you know, I'm sure I got uh-huh. it from somewhere because, you know, I think back to um, Dan Long tells this great story of um, of when he went to um, to visit Elizabeth Green, Dr. Green. You know, he, right. he he asked her, you know, Dr. Green, can I come over and ask you questions about string teaching and, you know, you know, all, all this stuff. And, he, and she was like, of course, be at my be at my place this day, this time. So, so of course, um, Mr. Long shows up at the appointed time, at the appointed place, knocks on the door, and, and he says, uh, Dr. Green answered the door and said, I'm happy to let you in and answer all your questions, but you have to, but you have to um, do this one stipulation. And he's like, of course, what is that stipulation? And she said, everything we talk about today, you have to share with somebody else. That's cool. Yeah. You know, so that that's whole, beautiful. This typical, yeah. typical Elizabeth Green, right. you know, just, uh, right. yeah. So that whole idea of this is not, we are part of a larger community and we all have to share and grow together. Mm-hmm. So, so Suhan, congratulations. Terrific. Congratulations on your new gig. You're in, you're in my neck of the way. I mean, so, I mean, I love, yes, sir. I love, yes, sir. I still have family all over, uh, Northern Virginia and you know, my family still lives in Chesapeake. So, so I'm there all the time. It maybe hopefully get a chance to lay eyes on and, and I can make maybe show you around at some of those. Uh, I some can't, of those spots. I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I've only been here a little while and it's an amazing place to be, but yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, you don't need to hear from me. Uh, I feel, I, I feel like I'm intruding. I awesome conversation never. that you two are having. But I wanted to call in and just let you know um, how much I miss you, how much I admire both of you. Charles, you're doing incredible work and important work through this podcast. And, you know, I'm your number one fan. So thank wow. you for that. And, you, are, um, you are my yeah. number one fan. So. Yeah, just, just keep doing keep doing everything that you're doing, and please stay safe. I worry about you in the class, you know, everybody in the classroom so much. Yeah. And so yeah. please be safe. And um Keep in touch, and I love both of you. So, right, thank sure. you. Love you too. Thanks for thank thanks you. for calling yeah. in, and uh, Absolutely. we will we will be in touch. That's for sure. And best of luck when oh, when, sure. when when you guys have you already started classes? Oh yeah, we just finished week one. Week one. And, uh, Congrats on week one. And, awesome. and both and both of you know this better than I do. You know, so many things in college level is exactly like high school. So <laughs> <laughs> both of you know that better than I do. So. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's great, thing, great so. to hear from you, Sue, yeah. and uh, you have a great semester, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah. Keep up the conversation. Great. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care. All right. That was that. That was a cool surprise awesome. to hear from him. Uh, still, phone's still open. Uh, the number, again, is uh, 678-901-9035. It's on the screen there. Uh, again, six seven eight nine zero one nine zero three five. Uh, taking calls now, uh, and uh, obviously, um, this podcast will go uh, to the non-live version, and it'll go up on um, our Apple Music and uh, Spotify and Anchor and all those uh, Google Podcasts, all those places uh, for you to listen in. But we would love to hear from you and uh, just take your uh, questions or concerns or just sharing um, how if you've started school, how it's gone for you. Uh, if you have not started school, what you're thinking about, what you're nervous about. Um, obviously, I know I I started year 26 this year, and um, I was nervous. You know, yeah. I was I was I, I didn't sleep the night before, <laughs> and uh, and people you know think oh you've been doing it so long it's probably just like second nature. And it you know certain things are, right. but at the same time, uh, you know. I, I was nervous. I just like, it's been so long and, yeah. you know, what are my numbers going to be like? And, you know, and, um, I know that that's another thing we didn't, you know, talk about is, is numbers and, um, you know, attrition and whatnot. But, um, I feel very fortunate, you know, my numbers went down some, mm-hmm. but, uh, wasn't drastic. And, uh, you know, we also, I also lost some because we had a new school open up. Uh, down the road, uh, oh, wow. and uh, STEM school with no music or fine arts. Wow. 
and kids decided to go there. So talk about frustrating because knowing that they're going to not have any type of arts experience, yeah. you know, and, um, and once again, that's, that's the opposite of what, of what the top level colleges and universities are looking for. So that's a very, and I, and I told them that choice. last spring, you know, I said, you know, I worked in the college world. I know, you know, and, uh, it's, it didn't matter. And, and a lot of, it's a brand new facility, brand new, everything right. got a beautiful theater, but nothing to put in there. <laughs> so I, th- yeah, so I, we, we had that, that was one of the things. And obviously, um, you know, when you, when you don't have the concerts and you don't have the social experiences, then, you know, it's, it's yeah. challenging. Yeah. It's challenging to, yeah. to for kids to stay motivated and, you know, a lot of my students, you know, my freshmen, they missed out on a year and a half of middle school. They don't know right. what it's really like, you yeah. know, yeah. what is orchestra really like when you have a normal year and you're you're just doing your thing, you know. So that, that's been the challenge, and, and I'm hoping that we'll get kids back. And like I said, the kids that I do have in class are, are psyched, yeah. you nice. know, and they're, they're just, they're, their attitudes are great, um, you know, they're doing whatever I asked them to do and yep. doing it with a, hopefully I think a smile on their face. I can't really <laughs> tell a hundred percent, but they're, you know, they're, they're very energetic and excited about yeah, just playing and being in school. Yeah. That's all we can do. Just keep giving them the information and mm-hmm. they'll keep participating and we'll keep giving them that positive reinforcement and building, building, building. Absolutely. Well, David, anything else you can think of right now? I'm, um, well, yeah. first of all, to everybody out there, have a great year. You are, yeah. you are truly treasures for this country, for this world. The fact that you're making that sacrifice uh, to to be there in front of kids and to to bring your artistry, to bring your heart, to bring your your best self every day. That is to be celebrated and honored. And I honor and celebrate every one of you out there who have made that decision to be there for your students and for your community and for, quite frankly for the world. Once again, it's it I don't want to be hyperbolic, but I think what we do is so important and and COVID has just made that fact even has more obvious that fact even more to the <laughs> yeah. to the fore. Yeah. You know, and, for and sure. I and I loved I was listening to you know in my you know, watching C SPAN, yeah. So um <laughs> they're 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 two members of the of the um, of the education uh, committee, who are you know one's a former administrator like uh, superintendent, mm-hmm. another is a former um, uh, educator, and they were saying you know when it when it comes to especially when it came to the to the big COVID relief package, they said that we they brought that perspective to the committee of it was going to be arts and PE that are going to bring schools back and that that are going to get kids back involved and families back involved in the public education process. Mm-hmm. And they made specific, you know, carve outs to put that money into the, into the big relief package. So, so to know that even, even at the, the national level, what we do is valued and treasured enough to be funded at this point mm-hmm. in time. So, so if you, if you need money for lessons, if you need money to for for remediation for your kids, there is money available. Mm-hmm. That at, at you know, at, I can't in my thirty one years of teaching, I can't think of a time when when there's been this much real money in the pipeline to support to to offer that real ground level of support for for arts program for mm-hmm. string programs and music programs. Yeah, yeah. You got to kind of look for it, um, right. but I'm sure that there's a lot out there. And right. um, and if you need, you know, technology things, there's always money now for technology because right. of what we've been going through and and doing. Yeah. So yeah. and 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 don't 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 put a, a bushel over your light. You know, you're you're out there doing the work. Make sure the public, your your community knows the work you're doing for that community with those kids. You know your school community, your, your larger community, you know, your, your state, your city, you know, make sure, make sure you get the word out there that, that you are, that you're back in that you're building and that mm-hmm. your kids are doing awesome things. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, and, and then I also want to put it out there for everybody that if you have um, ideas or thoughts um, or questions that you want answered on our next episode, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Um, there's a form um, on our website, orchestrateacher.net. Uh, that will, uh, you know, you send your message to me and happy to read your question on the air, uh, you know, over the podcast, whether we do it live or not. And um, or if you have any guests that you think would be um, great to have on the podcast, um, obviously, I'm really enjoying the, the live chat today with David, but I know not everybody's in Atlanta <laughs> and, um, you know, but uh, we can we can do it over Zoom or whatever it needs, whatever it needs to be. But it would be great to, uh, you know. Uh, hear from some some other people in different parts of the country. I, I definitely try to diversify uh, talking to you know elementary, music, middle, high school, college um, from different parts of the country, uh, and would also be interested in you know if there's anyone um, overseas too that um, can bring some ideas and and uh, thoughts and questions to the table. More than welcome to do that. So yeah, um, but definitely uh, this this will be posted on our. Um, website and uh you'll check out make sure you subscribe on apple music spotify google podcast all those places um it's always a pleasure to uh, chat with you you know uh david and i are, have been friends for a long time and uh such a friend that uh last uh, april of 20 during the pandemic when it first started david was the officiant at, at my wedding and uh Honored, uh, honored that you did that for me. Well, and I was honored to be asked. I mean, it's <laughs> well, you know, thank you, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. So, but uh, that's all for right now, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is Charles Laux and the Orchestra Teacher Podcast, along with David Eccles. Thank you, Doctor Laux. You're amazing. Thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. To find resources and more information, visit our website at www.orchestrateacher.net.